Hey friend, welcome to Self Transformed, a podcast redefining self-care through simple fitness, nutrition, and mindset habits. I'm your host, Emily Nichols, certified personal trainer, Whole30 coach, and Taco Tuesday enthusiast. (laughs) Hey, I know the struggle is real when it comes to taking care of you. I too am a busy working mom who felt physically and emotionally drained until I took action on my own transformation journey. I finally found the solutions to feeling confident and living a healthy lifestyle that doesn't feel hard. And now I'm on a mission to equip you with sustainable tools to help transform your life from the inside out, guilt free. Together, we will simplify your health and fitness into daily habits that don't feel like another thing on your long to-do list, but daily actions that light you up instead. So if you're ready to redefine self-care and step into your own self-transformation, then let's do this. You're listening to episode 105 of Self Transformed. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. Or if this is your first time listening, welcome. Hello, I'm Emily. I'm the host of Self Transformed. I'm so excited you're here. I would love to get to know you better. The best way to do that is to make sure to give me a follow on Instagram at emilynichols22 or come over to the link in the show notes and join my free Facebook community. That way we can chat a little bit more there, share some funny memes, real life stuff with each other. And I also host monthly mini workshops and there's a lot of free um, worksheets and guides to help you redefine self-care within um, that group page as well. So follow the link in the show notes for that. So we're continuing this whole month of July. We're Ending out the month talking to another one of my favorite Whole30 friends. This whole month we've been talking about Whole30 though. I haven't talked about it in a while. In all honesty, because I haven't done a Whole30 in a long time. You know, I use the principles in my food freedom method that I teach within Self Transform You. And that's based on what I've learned through my own Whole30 experiences, but also through coaching dozens of clients through my Whole30 Anytime course. And friend, I don't want you to miss out because the end of July is coming up and the $50 off discount for my Whole30 Anytime course is going away August 1st. So if you go to bit.ly slash Whole30 Anytime, you can learn more about my course there, okay? If you use the code JULYWHOLE30, all one word, all caps, it'll give you 50 bucks off the course, okay? This is going to help you really reevaluate your habits and relationship around food. Find maybe some food sensitivities, what's not agreeing with you physically or mentally, and you'll learn a little bit more about, um, you know, just viewing diet culture in a different way. You know, I think a lot of people think Whole30 is just, oh, I'm just restricting food for 30 days and I go face first in a pizza on day 31. No. If you're doing it just to lose weight, I'm going to stop you right here and say, no, that's not the program for you. What it's really going to do is just change the way you view food. You know, I've talked about this millions of times on the show. I can now eat cookies guilt-free. I just won't eat the whole package and feel like crap and then feel super guilty afterwards, okay? That didn't happen overnight. It took some time, and the whole 30 was the momentum, that keystone habit that I've talked about on the show before to get that snowball rolling and really just transform my life, okay? And I want that for you as well. So if you're tired of dieting, you're tired of feeling low energy, you're tired of always starting and stopping something, this is going to give you what you need. So just go to bit.ly slash Whole30 anytime and use that code Whole 30 so you can get 50 bucks off for the month. 
Okay, let's get into today's episode with my friend, Brittany Hammond. I was so excited to chat with Brittany again, and I had so much fun listening back to the episode. Like, I'll probably listen to it again a third time now that the episode has dropped. Um, Brittany and I are kind of living... Um, similar lives on opposite ends of the nation right now. So um, Brittany is also a Whole30 certified coach like me. And Brittany is also an Orange Theory coach like me. And I, you guys, we are just living like parallel lives to each other. I'm here in Indiana. She's in California. And she's just such a bright light. And we're really going to get into what it means to be good and well mentally and physically. And she's going to be sharing a little bit of her story with you. And Whole30 is intertwined in that. But I want the biggest takeaway for this from this today's show with Brittany is to be open to life changes, to be open to transformation and evolution, right? So we're always in a state of evolution and transformation. This past couple of years, I've been in a state of transformation. I'll keep being in a state of transformation. My life will look different 10 years from now, and so will yours. And change is scary. Change is uncomfortable, but that's that growth zone. I say that so many times and when I'm coaching a client within Self Transform You or at Orange Theory for that matter, when you're doing hard things, when you're getting uncomfortable, that's the growth zone. That gets you to that next level of who you were meant to be. Okay? So the story Brittany shares about her life and just the intertwinings of things happening within her life, I want you to go into this with the mindset that you are going to be open to life changes as well. Okay? And really thinking about what it means to be good and well, to be fed and full mentally and physically. So let me tell you about Brittany. She's a NASM certified personal trainer and certified Whole30 coach like me. She has a passion for fitness and overall wellness. Her life calling is to motivate and inspire girls and women to become the truest version of themselves through coaching, educational media, speaking events, and community service. So I was on her show last year, Good and Well, talking about self-care. You can check out her show wherever your favorite streaming podcast platform is. And like I said, she's currently an Orange Theory um, coach, and she has worked both with Livestrong.com and Pop Sugar Fitness, which is super, super cool. So get a pen and paper handy. Make sure to stick around to the end. I'll be sharing my three biggest takeaways with you. So sit back, relax, enjoy this conversation with my dear friend, Brittany Hammond. Brittany, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Welcome to Self Transformed. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here with you and to chat with you again since I got to talk to you before. And I know, I know. You're such a bright light. I can't wait for people to hear this conversation. But before we get started, Brittany, I ask this question to all my guests first is I want to know what comes to mind when you hear the phrase self-transformed. Um, for me, I think um becoming the highest version of yourself and being filled uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, so that you can, you know, I think that in itself is the transformation that, that from being maybe someone who's waiting to be filled or desiring to be filled and, and needing a little bit more. So having that um, full on mental where you feel so good mentally, physically, spiritually, and just all comes together um, and feeling filled by that I would be to me what I think when I hear, um, that uh, self-transformed. Yeah, that's awesome. I love asking that question because everyone's response is completely different, which yeah. is so fun. But you're right. 
all those pieces have to fit together. And sometimes it's off balance in certain mm -hmm. areas, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, let's talk about you a little bit. I kind of want to know a little bit more about your background, maybe your own transformation story, Brittany, that has gotten you to where you are today and really who you are today. All right. So, um, you know, there are, I think, a couple different um, ways that I've transformed. And, and I think just like anything, you continue to transform, you continue to change and we will always change. We're not, you know, you're never fully healed. You're never fully at the journey. You're never at the end. You know, there's always what's so great about this world and this life is you're always continuing to change and to get better. And, um, so part of my transformation story, I, um, when I was younger, I was a victim of, um, relationship abuse. And so that's something that kind of defined me for a long time. And then finding that transformation and becoming, you know, me and not becoming a woman who was, who was under control of somebody else or felt like I was controlled by somebody else. So that was one transformation that really, um, that I went through was going from a place of, um, being a victim and being abused into then that transitioning into being free and to becoming myself because, you know, if anybody who has been in an abusive relationship, you aren't really you, you know, you're, you're somebody else, you're somebody else's version of you, the version that needs to keep the peace, the version that needs to, um, show up in, in order to, um, protect themselves. And so, um, I transformed from that woman into a woman who was fully herself and learning about herself and, and being able to be who I wanted to be and, you know, feeling all of that. Um, and then physically I've also gone through a uh, transformation as well. Just, uh, I'm kind of the person who was always, I'd start a program, a fitness program. And, you know, you get started and you're like, I'm going to work out five days a week. And, you know, you have all these yeah. ideas of like, I'm going to start at five days a week and I'm going to run 10 miles. I mean, I had all these goals and I'd, I'd work out for like, you know, a week. And then I'd start to see like, Oh, look at that muscle come in. Or, you know, I'd see some, some change in my body. And I'd be like, all right, like we made it, you know? So I was never really consistent. Um, and so it took me, geez, um, until I was about 31, I'm 30, almost 36 now, but it took me till I was about 31 to finally start to, um, to, to be consistent, to say, okay, this is important to me. My physical health is just as important to me as, you know, anything else, my mental health. So putting myself first in that way. So I started to take walks by myself and really, um, started working out and posting about it on social media. Cause you know, you don't post that it doesn't happen. So, that is true. <laughs> so, um, you know, I would, I would do that and, and post about it and people would start saying, Hey, um, you know, you're really inspiring me with your, with what you're doing and you make me, you're motivating me to want to work out. And, and so I, um, I'm also, I'm a follower of Jesus. And so when I would walk, I would talk to God and I'd be like, God, you know, just whatever. I just talk like we were homies. Like he was just with me talking to me. So, um, one, and then one of the things that I had said, is like, you know, I'm finding that my journey and what I'm working on for myself is really, um, is really helping other people. And I feel like you're calling me to do that as well for other people. Um, so that about four years later than that, lots of long story short, but I became a fitness coach. So that was kind of like, I got into my own fitness mentally, physically, or physically there. 
turned it into helping other people. And then recently um, I've been on another journey, another transformation. So same thing that you keep transforming, you keep becoming new versions or better versions, hopefully um, of, of the person that you were. And, and now I'm focusing a lot more on my own mental health because I didn't um, one of the things that I didn't have access to after an abusive relationship was, um, was therapy. It was expensive. I was young. I didn't, you know, I was on my own, so I didn't have that. And so I didn't spend a lot of time to find out about what had happened. And it began, began to show up in new relationships that I was forming. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) who is this person? You know, um, I don't know her. So now I'm on another journey of really taking time to, to heal myself mentally and to find that past of me that has been so, um, so put down for so long and then finding that new space. Cause of course here I am physically like at the, my peak, I'm like, yeah, I've never been this healthy. Um, I've never been able to run this fast or lift this heavy. And then mentally it's like soup, you know? So, um, yeah, it just, it's been an ever evolving process and it's still evolving. And, um, I, I love that about life. And I look forward to that about my journey in life is okay, this is my journey now. This is my transformation now, but I know that coming or eventually hopefully to be a mom, hopefully to be a wife. So there's even more transitions that are coming to, to me at some point. Um, but those are, you know, some of the transitions I've worked through and walked through up to this point in my life. Yeah. I love that so much, Brittany. And thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing that with us as well. Um, you're so right. We're ever evolving and being open to transformation and just listening, whether Mm -hmm. that would be to God, your own intuition, little nudges that you, you just feel it. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? You just feel it and being able to take action from there to be able to do it. Like you said, like, you know, you said, like, you felt like God was telling you like, Hey, you're here to serve people in this way. And you mm-hmm. took action. You could have just sat on it and been like, oh, well, you know, got into your own fears or your own head or like, you know, our own insecurities. But being able to take action in each of those different shifts and transformation in your life is a game changer. Yeah, it, it really did. I, and I think for someone who had been abused, it it's so much power um, to, to take that back and say, wow, it is my choice. Like, I do get to choose that um, when before so far in that life, you felt like you didn't have control over what happened in your life. And to finally have that back, it felt so freeing and then being like, Oh, I can do this. And, and it feels good to do this. And, and I have, I give myself permission to do these things, which you lost a lot of. And then finally feeling like, Oh, like it's there for me to take is just another, you know, that full trans like full, um, transition of power is a really great thing. It feels really empowering too, if someone has been through something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you've used the term free or freeing a lot. Mm -hmm. You talked about becoming you. Yeah. That's just part of the journey, right? You are, you're always becoming you and hope, like you said, hopefully a better version of yourself, but the version of me 10 years ago is definitely definitely Mm -hmm. different than the version of me now and 10 years now will be different version of me as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you hope it will be. And, Mm. and that's why it's so important to keep in the learning and keep in the work, whatever that looks like to you, because you will, I mean, I just look at how far I've come, you know, in two years and then it's like, wow, you know, there is so much growth there that can happen. And, 
there is so much that can um, change in your life in that time. But if I, if I was looking at me, that person now trying to take on the things that were in my life now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't handle them correctly. You know, I wouldn't be able to have the correct, um, anything in my life to handle what was coming my way if it weren't for those other versions of myself. Um, but if I tried to handle all the things that I've been given or all the blessings I've been given with that version of me, like I would, I would drop the ball for sure. You know? Yep. Yep. It's a learning experience. So I love that. Well, let's, let's shift gears a little bit because this month I'm having whole 30 friends on the show to talk about whole 30 and Brittany, I really learned about you. You had posted in, um, our, um, whole 30 coaching community that, Hey, you were starting, um, your show and you were looking for people to talk to. And I, so I like, you know, looked you up online and I was like, Oh my gosh, I want to talk to her so bad. Like this is going to be so great. So we were able to chat later or earlier last year or this year. Yeah. Last year, last year was a blur. Right. Um, but I yes. love <laughs> but whole 30 actually was a huge part of my own personal transformation story. It was like that first big thing that I saw all the way to the end and actually finished. Right. It. And then kind of same with you, like all the snowball effect that just happened mm-hmm. from there, a lot of other areas of health for me. So can you share a little bit more maybe about your whole 30 story and how you found the whole 30? Yeah. So whole 30 for me was actually, it's kind of funny because I, I started with a member. I did my rounds first and I had already always heard of it and I had friends that had done it. And I just thought that sounds crazy and stupid. You know, I mean, I had, I had my own preconceived notions and I'm like, why would you do that? That's so restrictive. I mean, I just had my own opinions on it. Um, and I wasn't in the fitness industry at the time when people were doing that. Um, but I just was like, why would you do that? And I had all these thoughts. Um, and then I had a friend or I, I kind of, I just wasn't feeling great. I was like, you know, I just feel sluggish and I feel just blah. I mean, for the, for the lack of a better term, it was just so blah. And I was in the fitness industry and, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'm, I'm working out all the time, but I just don't feel like I have the energy. So what's going on there. Um, so eventually I was like, I think I'm going to do this whole 30. And then one of the members who's uh, a good friend of mine now, she was like, Oh, I've done it. I've tried it before. Like, let's do it together. So I'm like, okay. Cause I mean, I don't know who knows this, but doing it by yourself is a lot harder oh. than doing it with a yeah. friend. Um, having a partner in crime in this is way, um, to me, it's way superior to doing it by yourself just because you want to give up about 90 times a day. Like, especially, um, you know, when, when the things get hard and you're like, I'm going to hurt everybody. or like, I want to eat all the things mm-hmm. having someone else to bounce that off of, or be like, walk me off the edge mm-hmm. is so beneficial. Um, or at least it was to me. So, um, especially if you can't afford something like a coach because accountability, you know, I think a lot of what a coach does is hold that accountability, but if that's not affordable for you, you have the option to just do it with a friend. So like wrangle someone, like convince them to do it with you. Um, but so we did it together. Um, I did it for, I actually continued for a very long time. I probably did it. I think I did it for like 90 days, continued eating that way because I felt so good. And I, and I, where I failed myself the first round is I didn't do reintroduction, which is so important. Another thing. Um, I didn't do reintroduction. I just, you know, I just felt good. So I kept going. Mm. And then, um, I took a trip to New York city and just 
you know, I mean, I'm in New York city and I'm like, I'm not going to deprive myself. So it started off as like, well, I'll just enjoy a little thing. And then before I knew it, it was, I was eating everything, all the, uh, <laughs> all the things I was like, pizza and, you know, like, let's have wine, let's have this. So, um, so, you know, I've been, I've done it a couple of times since then, but with reintroduction, um, but that was kind of my first thing to, to even knowing what whole 30 was, but I loved the way I felt on it. Um, and then as a coach, I actually was last year during, um, black lives matter. And I had been commenting on something and a random stranger started having a lot of opinions and kind of coming at me and being very disrespectful to me on social media. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't even know how to respond. And I'm like getting really riled up and just like, okay, like, I don't know what to say. And then Stephanie, um, she came up, um, Ben Locum, she came up and like starts writing and in my response and she's like she doesn't need to like say anything or prove herself to you like as a woman of color and just like had my back and I was like I don't know this woman but thank you like you know so um so shout out to Stephanie um cook by color she just like she's writing me and or writing for me and so we kind of just start becoming friends on Instagram messaging each other and you know I'm like thank you so much for standing up for me I really appreciate it it's been a really emotional month and it's nice to have allies. And so we just kind of write back and forth and I had done the whole 30 by then. And I'm not sure how, I'm not even sure how it all came together, but she was like, Hey, you know, I think you'd be a really great whole 30 coach. And I'm, you know, and I think, well, you know, I've done it a couple of times. I am a fitness coach. I'm like, yeah, that might sound cool. And, um, so I looked into it a little bit at the time I didn't, I mean, we were on we were all on the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. I also had no job. So I'm like, well, this is kind of, you know, it's an investment and it is an investment. It's a worth worthy investment, but it is an investment. So I don't want people to think that people that are coaches are just people who felt like sharing information and don't have any like knowledge. Like there is a process to becoming a coach. It is an investment of time. It is investment of money. So at the time I was like, I don't have any money. So I just thought, I'm going to reach out and ask. Cause I'd seen some time ago from following them that they did scholarships. Mm-hmm. I reached out and was like, Hey, I know you do scholarships. Like, is that something that might be an option since we're in the middle of a like uprising politically and or socially. So I was like, Hey, you know, would this be a thing? And they're like, let us get back to you. They're like, sure. And so I actually applied on scholarship and was able to, um, to become a coach on scholarship. So it was like this meeting of Stephanie and it all just, it all just worked, you know, it just, it was one of those divine things that the timing and everything just happened to work out and had a great experience. And so that was, um, how I got into it. I just got chills. That is such a great turnaround story from yeah. like a really crappy person just to like call Right. And I know I'm like this awful person. I'm like, I would thank you if I knew who you were um, right? for being a catalyst to be with your mean words, you know, oh, it's like one of those things like what, what God or what like the enemy meant for evil, God used for good and, um, and gave me a chance to shine and be who I am now in, in this community. But, um, was it was a crazy little ride because I did right. not expect that. Well, that's what I love about the whole 30 community. Like the coaches themselves, everyone is so completely different mm-hmm. and does coaching in different ways. But at the same time, we all have a common denominator where most of us, a lot of us, it's like whole 30 is a big um keystone to like our health journey or transformation mm-hmm. and how we see food now and whatnot. <laughs> And, you know, Whole30's done a really great job over the past couple of years, too, standing up more for, 
equality and, and equity within everything that they're doing. They do a really great job yeah. educating us coaches as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, so tell me this, what does your food freedom look like now? Like, would you ever do a whole 30 again? Goodness. I do actually do resets every now and then because mm-hmm. I have like my weakness is sugar. I have a very big sugar dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, and I am, I can be an emotional eater at times when, you know, especially during, you know, the pandemic and when things are so unsure, it's easy to turn to food. And so there'll be times where I notice because part of my food freedom is enjoying a dessert. So I would have, you know, one, I'd say, Oh, I'll have one serving of a sweet a day that quickly turns into two or like, Oh, I didn't have that, you know? So before I knew it, like, know it sometimes it's like, Oh, well, my sugar serving has turned into once from one serving to like five servings. Um, so I'll do resets every now and then. Um, but just trying to be mindful of, of what I'm eating doesn't make me feel good. And even, um, you know, if, if I'm like, Oh, why did I, why did I do this? And for me, I'm majority, um, I don't really drink anymore. And I did that at the beginning of quarantine because I was like, I'm going to feel like I am having, um, symptoms of COVID. If I have a hangover, like, I don't want to be worried that, you know, my anxiety increases whenever I drink. So I'm like, I don't want to be scared every time I drink. So I just didn't drink. Um, and recently I was like, okay, it's part of my food freedom. And as a part of this, I want to be able to, if I want to enjoy something. And I had, um, last night I actually had like two glasses of wine and I was like, I don't like I could have had one and been just fine um or really none and and so it's about finding that so and I think food freedom can kind of ebb and flow as well that you might decide something's a part of your food freedom because it you know at one point and then you try it again you're like this is not something that is worth it to me it's not worth it to me to feel this way the next day or it's not worth it to me um, so, you know, but I do try to include, I love pizza, pizza. I know you're a taco person. I also love tacos, but, um, I, my weakness is pizza also. So it's like, I try to enjoy that in a, in a way that I know the next day I'm like, okay, like I enjoyed it. I don't have to think about it or feel bad about it. I just right. know that I had it and it was great and moving on, you know, <laughs> next day. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, you know, food is so emotional for people. I same for me, Brittany, like, I love cookies and I love ice cream, but I will break out. I will be bloated if like, I just got like chocolate chip ice cream cookies for my kids. Mm. And I almost have to like hide them from myself because since I am home, it's right. easy and accessible for me to just be like, oh, oh, and then it yeah. just turns into a habit versus like, I'm really not craving mm. this right now. I'm just doing it just because yeah. it's there, you know it's what there. I mean? Yeah. But I love that you felt like, you know, it's inter- alcohol is always an interesting um, journey, I think for people, my husband and I did our, our first whole 30 together in 2015. And I think two years later, maybe it was three years later, uh, uh, we did, we did another round of whole 30 or something around new year's Eve or, or January. And he was like, I don't think I'm going to drink anymore. Like, I just don't like the way it makes me. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't drank since he was just, I, yeah. just, I just don't like in social situations. He's like, I don't, I have sparkling water. I'm good to go. I'm still having fun and I'm in the moment. And right. I mean, but that could always change. I'm glad you brought up that food and ebbs and flows and that can change, but it's all about, you know, like for me, like I can enjoy a glass of wine or two if I really want it. And sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, you become more mindful and intuitive about yourself. You're like, no, I really don't want any wine. Yeah. It's like a special situation or a really special kind of wine. It's like, 
yeah, give me the wine, but I'm not going to drink a whole bottle. I'll have one or oh, two. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. It's nice to have the control, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and I hate using that word when it comes to food, because I think that's such a dangerous thing is having control or like, oh, I have to control what I eat or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm in control of myself of like, okay, I don't, if I don't want something, I'm not doing it just because I like for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so empowering. And yeah. And I mean, it's just like, I used to just drink wine because why not? You know, <laughs> like, right. I mean, but, and, and even, you know, and there was part of me that because I had been so vocal about like the sober curious and all of that um, in the sober community, that's like, Oh, I don't want to tell people that I've like had wine again or whatever. And I don't even think I've probably shared it. And this is probably the first time <laughs> I'm sharing it, but it's just like, but there is that point of it is that, you might decide if you are sober curious or even, you know, whatever the case may be, if it's not obviously um, something that, that creates issues, if alcohol doesn't create an, an addiction for you that you might say like, I want to try this again. Then that's what I felt. And I just, I mean, last night I just thought I could have stopped at the one and I really didn't even need that one. Um, so it, but it just share, share, showed me how much that can change because I did used to be at a place where like, if I drink, I'm like, well, if you're not going to get buzzed. Why would you drink it? Like that right. was my, my yep. mentality behind it. And so now that part of my food freedom is that like, if it's a part of the celebration or I feel like I want to enjoy it, I can. And it's, if not like I, you know, and if someone has something at a winery and I want to try new things, like that's okay to like, have that be a part of my journey or also it's okay to go and be like, no, like I'm not drinking right now. So, um, there's just, and that's just the alcohol portion of it, but you know, my food freedom is just looks like what makes me feel the healthiest and the happiest. And that I, I don't, um, I know I'm going to have, you know, wake up the next morning feeling, feeling clear headed and, and not feeling like, Oh, this is the worst. Cause you can have feel hungover without even having drank. So, oh, sure. um, so not sure. having that happen to me. Hey girl, jumping in on this conversation really quick to make sure you know that my signature program, Self Transform You, is open for enrollment. This is my signature six-week coaching program that is going to give you a realistic and simple, keyword simple, health and fitness plan that you will actually stick with forever. This is backed by proven habit strategies, gang, in order to help you transform from the inside out and really redefine self-care through simple fitness, nutrition, and mindset habits so you can start being confident, empowered, and just lit up and living the life you were meant to live. So trust me, I know what it feels like to feel like you don't have any time to get healthy and fit and you feel self-conscious in your own skin, yet you find yourself on the newest diet again, only to fail, feel frustrated, and gain all the way back. So I remember wanting to find a food freedom and fitness plan that would actually fit into my busy life without it feeling like another thing on my to-do list. So if you have ever found yourself saying, I feel like I'm always starting and stopping a new diet. I wish I could stop obsessing over food and the scale. I wish I liked working out. I wish I could find the time and do this guilt-free then Self Transform You is going to help transform your 
life. So go to selftransformyou.com to enroll in this six-week program now. I will be there for you as your coach, your mentor, and your friend. I've seen it transform my own client's life, and I know it can transform yours too, friends. So again, go to selftransformyou.com, and I'll see you in STU. Been there. I love that. It's definitely a journey, and it's it's not something that if it's like your first whole 30 and 30 days, you're like, I got my food freedom. I'm never going to feel guilty mm-hmm. about having wine or cookies right. again. Like it's a process. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I haven't done a whole 30 almost maybe in three years now, I think, but same, I do like many resets and I mm-hmm. eat pretty close to it other than like not, but it, it's helped me swapped out some things that I was using before. Where I was like, Oh, I don't need the added sugar in this. I'm just going right. to this instead. It instills yeah. so many healthy habits, which is what I love. Mm-hmm. About yeah. That's what I, yeah, definitely. I I'm way more, um, I'm way more cognizant of the sugar that I do consume. Um, and I'm realized I noticed that if I have something, um, with any added sugar in the morning, that I, that sets my tone. I want sugar all day, but if I don't, like if I have like kind of, you know, even if it's, even if it's, you know, I'll use like a date syrup or something sometimes in my coffee. But if I have that early, like I want sweets all day versus if I don't have anything that's sweet or even like an RX bar can trigger that like sweetness for me. And I crave sweet all day versus like, if I have something savory, I'm less likely I'm able to wait until my sweet time. You know, I usually have my like sweet time at night after dinner and stuff. So I'm usually better prepared for that. Um, then when I start the day having something sweet, it's like kind of sets my tone of this is my palate for the day. And that's what I crave. I'm like, why do I want all the, you know, I'm like, why do I want so much fruit? Like I'm just (laughs) really want sweets. So um, that kind of is, has shown up as well. Yeah. It's interesting. I've definitely binged on some Laura, Laura bars before in the past. I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's switch gears again because like, seriously, I feel like we're living parallel lives because we're both yeah. 30 coaches and we are both orange theory coaches. So you're yeah. in California. I'm in Indiana. Um, I know when we first talked, I wasn't coaching yet. Um, we were talking about going through the audition process and like then COVID hit and I was like, well, I'm not, we're not doing right. anything right now, which right. was good. I'm glad I wasn't on board quite then yet. Yeah. But tell me about that journey about becoming an orange theory coach. And what do you love so much about coaching there? Gosh, um, that's an actual, another very funny, um, divine story. It seems to be the kind of the um, theme of my, my career, um, uh, which is exciting to me when new opportunities come up, regardless. I always like, if it's that divine feeling, I'm like, okay, like this is it. But, um, so I, I had been working for, um, for a radio station and I was at a space where I was like, okay, I don't really want to, you know, work here anymore. This isn't, um, for me, I just don't feel like, I mean, I just was completely drained. I worked promotion. So if you don't know what that is, I literally set up tents at events. People would come up to me. I'd talk to them, which I love people, but I'm like, I'm too old to be setting up tents in the heat. Like, you know, it's hot as heck out here in California and I'm like sweating and standing around. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. So, um, and I kind of had always had that calling a little bit that I shared about like the fitness or the motivation. And I was like, well, I'm motivating people, you know, in, at my job. And, um, it was a Christian radio station. So I'm like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm motivational here, but, um, there was still that pull of like the fitness. So I decided, and, but I also, when I moved up to LA, I was in, you know, kind of looking into the acting space. And that was something that I was interested in because I did that growing up. Um, 
And so I was like, well, I'm going to work the front desk at a fitness studio because I'm going to be able to work out for free, which is, you know, one of the things of, I mean, if anybody who's a part of a, any kind of boutique studio fitness, it's expensive. It, it can be very expensive. So I'm like, I'm going to work out for free. So I'll get in shape. So I get ready for these roles that I'm going to have. Um, and then also I will have a flexible schedule so I can make it to auditions. And, and so I'm like, great, this is cool. So this is my idea in my head. I'm like, this is going to be the best job ever. And so I had some friends that worked at a Orange Theory in Texas. And so I reached out and said, do you know anybody that works at one in California? I'm just kind of like, I think I would like working at the front desk. Never took an Orange Theory class, just decided I was going to work at a front desk. But the, everybody who worked at Orange Theory loved their jobs. And I'm like, I want to love my job. So um, this guy puts me in touch with one of the coaches out here. And the coach says, you know, we're not, we're not hiring at our location, but we're hiring at this location. Um, you can reach out. Do you know where this is? It was five minutes from my apartment. They were just building it, hadn't been built yet. It was around the corner. And I'm like, wow. So they pushed me in touch. They, I do my interview, everything, you know, had to do a workout and pretend I wasn't dying as part of my interview. <laughs> it was like the first time I'd worked out really hard in a while. And I was like, um, I might be dying, but I was like, we're going to power through this interview. I get the job at the front desk. And then at the time, because it was brand new, they're like, oh, we also need someone who does social media and I'd done social media at my last job. So I kind of just became this um, kind of do all at the studio um, and it was brand new. So we weren't even open. We were doing pre-sales. I mean, it was like from baby, baby stages that I was involved. Um, so, which is why our studio is kind of like my child and I'm very, very protective of it. But um, because I live so close, I would do the 5.00 AM shifts. Mm -hmm. And um, one day the front desk person didn't like they overslept on accident. And so it's like 515. Everyone's like, where's coach? I'm like, I don't know. You know, I'm texting her. I'm calling. I'm like, where the heck are you? You know, like class is about to start. And then she's like, oh my God, I overslept. I'll be there in a second. Can you just get people in and start class? I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, I'm new. No, I cannot. Um, but I'm like, okay. Okay. So I get everybody in and kind of do the, you know, I do like the warm up. She got there like pretty quickly after, but I had just kind of gotten through the walking where I'm like, all right, then just come and walk. And, um, and so I, so I did that cause I'd taken enough. I'm like, you've taken enough. You've got this, you you've know, heard this like every, yeah, I'm like, right? yeah, you've heard this a million times. So <laughs> I do that. And then she gets there. It's fine. So this happens with like some other coaches. Like I just had every time it happened, I happen to be the one there. So every mm -hmm. time, and so people are like, you're kind of good at this. You know, you should maybe coach. I'm like, uh, you know, that's not, that's not what I do. And uh, enough people kept saying it. So eventually I got certified and the rest is kind of history. I became a coach. And um, so once again, it was one of those, you know, divine places that I was of, of getting in there. And I mean, I didn't, so I wasn't like a lot of coaches where I had an audition I didn't audition. I didn't, none of that. It was kind of like trial by fire. Like, Oh, you're pretty good. And, and this happens, we have an opening you're in. And I was like, okay, okay. Like I'm a coach now. <laughs> um, so it really worked out for me. Um, and that's where I got started on orange theory and I've been there ever since. And, but I mean, that studio is my baby. I've been there like since we opened, I think as we're like almost five years old now. Um, but I've been there and just, rocking as a coach for for a while now and love it so much and love my job I love all these twists and turns in your story that's so good <laughs> yeah I mean if anything it reminds me you know trust God because it's like 
there are so many times when I'm like, well, I don't know what you got for me, but it's like anytime I just wait on him and just I'm like, OK, like, I mean, all these jobs come to me. I'm I'm not looking for a job. I'm not really, you know, or I am, but not, you know, I'm not sure. It's just like, here you go. <laughs> or like, here's your next step. Here's your next path. And so um, it's really, it's really cool to see that. So it's like one of those, like, if he did it before, he can do it again. So I just have to keep remind, like, it's one of those remi- great reminders when times get low of like, he's done it before he can do it again. Just uh-huh. relax. So um, that's, and I'm not a relaxer person. So <laughs> I'm not a patient person. So um, it's a good reminder for me on those days. Oh my gosh. Well, that's why all those coaches were oversleeping to give you that little nudge. That's I know. Sure. I was like, thank you guys. I, hope you got I would have just died. I'm imagining this situation. I mean, me being a coach oversleeping, I would just be like, oh, the worst. Like yeah. I set three alarms because I coach yeah. super early too. So I, but, and I, and I live about 10 minutes away from yeah you know, but oh my gosh you're probably yeah, I've like, had some close calls myself like where I'm like oh my god I'm supposed to be up oh my god and like running and like getting <laughs> there as it starts like the panic is the worst oh my it's god. like that just like heart you're like oh god I just messed up but <laughs> never missed one knock on wood but I've I've had those close calls where I'm like I'm supposed to be there like 30 minutes in advance and that's now <laughs> so <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, well, I love it. that you're able to, you know, inspire people through what you're doing as well as being um, a fitness coach and what you do through your show as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about Good and Well? I love yeah. your show so much. So Good and Well kind of was a brainchild of of mine that came from. I used to walk during. It was during um pandemic had started and I would go out for walks and I called it my walkie talkie. And so I had this, you know, I just walk and talk and about nothing on my Instagram stories. And then people were like, Oh, I, you know, I really like what, when you do that, I'm like, why I'm not talking about anything. I'm like, this shirt is from here. Like, look at the neighborhood. I mean, I wasn't talking about anything. Um, people really liked it. And so then, um, I kind of just, and people were like, you should do a podcast. You should do a podcast. And way years ago, probably, 15 years ago now, I was a um, radio show host back in the day. So I've had experience doing this. So people are like, you have a voice like you should be on radio. I'm like, yeah, I used to be on the radio. So, um, so I actually, um, a lot of people had mentioned like you should do a podcast. I'm like, I don't know about that. Um, so then I had this idea of, um, of, but I wanted to turn walkie talking to something I could do with somebody else and actually do have conversations. However, during pandemic, like, well, how are you going to have a a conversation with someone else? One, it's like, am I going to, I can't have somebody join me on the walk because we're in the pandemic and also people could live all over the country. So I was like, what if I did a live where like, we're both live walking, but it's like, you have the sounds. I mean, it's just not conducive to having a conversation that's clear for everybody. So, um, so it kind of all transformed and once again, transforms lots of transformations, um, into, into what it is now. And I, I started it as just an IGTV series, um, thinking, cause I like the video aspect of things. Cause I went to school to be a news anchor. So, I mean, it, for me, that's what, you know, what I wanted to do. And I always thought I was going to be Oprah when I grew up. So I was like, we're going to have a interview, you know, <laughs> and I did some interview stuff for orange theory memes, um, speaking to some black coaches in the um, community. And so I, I was used to that format. I liked it. So I liked it for myself. Um, but then I had a friend who kind of was like, why, like, how are you monetizing? Like, you know, you can monetize a podcast, like you're not monetizing on IG. 
Like, why don't you start a podcast? I'm like, they can't. I had excuses. Oh, I had so many excuses. <laughs> and then I eventually was like, fine. So I made it to a podcast, but I still do prefer for me. I love that, like doing it live on IG. And then I just turn it into that. But really the goal behind it was to create a place or a, a show and have conversations with people that could enhance their lives with whatever, you know, whoever the guest was like with you, with uh, self-care and just the different like people that I've had to be someone that can, can add value to your life so that you can then go out and add value to the life of others. Because I think a lot of what we do is we are not able to, um, you know, same thing I've heard you say a million times, you can't pour from an empty cup. You cannot give what you do not have. And so it's so important for us to get the, you know, be fed spiritually, mentally, physically to have that so that we can then go out and change the lives of others. Because my biggest thing is we are not serving the way we need to as humans, regardless of if you believe in God or whatever you believe in, you're here on the start to have connection and you're not serving others unless you go out and do good things with the things that you learn. You know, you, you're like, Oh, I have all this knowledge of all these things, but what good is it if you keep it to yourself? So my goal is to try to encourage people through, you know, guests that I have is, is growing and then taking what they learned and then becoming better out, you know, better part of society and and enhancing their life. Because, you know, the, the important part is that we keep passing it on is because if it stops with us, there's, there's no one to take it on. So encouraging people to help, you know, get out and volunteer, go change someone else's lives because we can't keep it with ourselves. We've got to share it. We've got to spread the love. And um, so that's really my goal is to encourage people to continue to share and love and, um, and just, be better humans. <laughs> like be nice. Just don't. Yeah. Be nice. <laughs> we, we need that right now more than ever. Oh, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. A lot, a lot of big changes for you in 2020, right? <laughs> oh, it was the biggest year ever, which is so funny because, you know, I mean, and, and I think at times I felt guilty because a lot of good things happened to me in 2020. And I know there was so much death. There was so much sadness. There was so much hurt. And I, and I went through that too with, you know, Black Lives Matter. And, and there were a lot of dark times for me, a lot of hard, painful times, but also so much came out of it. So that growth and, and, you know, whoever said growth is easy is a liar. <laughs> um, growth is very hard. Change is very hard where, you know, by nature, we want the same, like humans, we, we are creatures of habit. We like comfort. Um, so it definitely, for me, it's like, wow, this all are really good things, but it, it's hard. And sometimes I felt guilty of having these successes and things that happened that were so good for me because there was so much like, th- like hard times that were going on around me. But, but I do realize, you know, there was some hard in mind too. And it's okay to have a good season or have a productive season, even if it's hard, you know, as, but as long as you're, and my point in that was to like, how can I use my good fortune or good things to, to help the world? Like, how can I put out the good that I received to others and hopefully help them to have the same, you know, joy or the same, um, bright spot that I've been able to find in my life. So yeah, 2020 was, very big, very busy and very big. Well, and I'm sure like when like Orange Theory closed down, it was probably like, oh crap, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't have a job, you know, and, and getting yeah. into fitness, you think people are always going to need fitness. People are always going to need, co- I mean, that's the one of the reasons right. I was like, I'll always have a job because I'll always be able to, you know, coach people on that. And then I was like, oh, 
I don't always have a job, you know, and then I had to create my own. And, and I think you've done some moxie stuff too. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, creating my own fitness, you know, program and, and all of that. So then I became this baby entrepreneur that was like, I didn't plan on becoming an entrepreneur. Like I was perfectly fine doing what I was doing. And, and, and so there was that shift of now I'm an entrepreneur and, and that was a whole space I didn't see myself in either. Um, and still learning that space as well. So, um, which I'm sure, you know, you have your podcast and everything and it's just, it's, it's a different space too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it all comes down to, like you said, Brittany, having, you know, going through your own experiences and gaining knowledge, you got to be able to pass that on to Mm -hmm. people. Like at the end of every class, I have everyone breathe in and I say, breathe in all the positivity and energy, exhale, take it with you and pass it on to somebody else. It'll just Mm -hmm. make the world a better place and make more people realize like, Hey, it's okay to have change. It's okay to be in a season of, you know, transformation right. and open to it and seeing someone like, like you and your story and sharing your story openly. It lets people know like, Hey, full circle moments. Yeah. And being they do open, and being open. It's, it's incredible how much like being open to possibility that things do come full circle. And sometimes you think well, that's weird, you know, like, like, that's crazy how that worked out, but it's like, it's for me, it's divine. And I'm like, that's where, you know, where I was supposed to end up. Um, so to me, it's not, it's not crazy or like, wow, can't believe that happened. It's kind of like, no, that's kind of how my life works now. You know, like the things that I didn't expect. I'm like, I I know it will find me somewhere. And I know, and I, and I think too, there is, and to kind of, once again, for me, um, things always, you know, you find them for me in the Bible and it's that, you know, doing well with the little that you're given and, um, you get trusted with more. And so for me, it's like, Mm. I, I've been given these little spaces to exist. I've been given orange theory to exist when I was at the front desk and, and being a good steward of what I had while I was there, you know, being the best person that I could be being as motivational as I could as a front desk person, you know, like I had, I had the influence that I had at that little space. And then God was like, all right, well, I, you know, I'm going to give you more to be over. I'm going to give you more to have influence over. And, yep. and, um, and so, and same thing just in general, I think with, you know, whole 30 or, or those things, like you have this little influence and like when you're, when it's seen, you can be trusted with the small and you continue to sew in or you continue to find that, um, space where you can, where you're doing your best with whatever you're given then you get more. And it's like, if you can keep that, then that's the goal. And so for me, I'm like, I just always try to do the best with whatever I'm given, whatever that might be, like give a hundred percent. I don't care. There's two people that sign up for my class, you know, on, on Mox, like I'm going to coach you. Like there's 200 people. Mm -hmm. Um, and just continuing to be just diligent and be, um, obedient to, to the calling of that you have, whatever that calling may be. I think when we're obedient to that in that space, of, you know, what we are given to be in charge of, because all of us have influence somewhere, you know, all of us have an influence in some aspect of our lives, but being, being true to that. And then you just get more responsibility and hopefully you want more uh, responsibility, but you know, the, the responsibility grows and you're given more people to, to touch and the lives to touch. And that's ultimately for me, the goal in my life is to touch as many lives while I'm here in a positive way so that, you know, they can do the same. And then we all just, we all just have great lives, you know, we're all just so good to each other. 
I love that so much. Such a great place to end this conversation. I could keep talking to you forever. Like I said, I'm so excited to chat with you today. Brittany, yeah. thank you so much for this conversation and just sharing your story and your heart with my audience today. Can you share where everyone can connect with you online? Yes. So you can find me on my Instagram, Brittany. It's two T's. There's a million ways to spell Brittany. So B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-M. Hammond, H-A-M-M-O-N-D. That's my name. So I'm just on Instagram there. Um, and then all my information um, is in my link tree there. And then also the good and well IG comes up. The new night will be Thursdays. So, um, so that I can, I volunteer on Wednesdays and I was finding that I would go straight from volunteering straight to the show. And I'm like, I don't have time for me. Oh. So part of my self care was you know, this is, this is going to be, I'm going to move the night. So, uh, Thursday nights starting in, uh, back up in July on Thursday nights at 5 PM um, Pacific, we'll be doing uh, new episodes of good and well, but the best way to find me and contact me is honestly just my Instagram. I'm, I'm always there. So you can I find me. It. I love it. You're such a bright light. I'll make sure to include links so everyone can connect with you in the show notes, but thank you so much again for this. Conversation. Thank you so much. I had a great time talking to you and I hope one day we get to meet in person and, I mean, oh. and maybe, take an orange theory class together. That would oh be my fun. gosh. That would be so much fun. Let's do it. We'll make it. Happen. Okay. Sounds good. Y'all, did you love that conversation as much as I did? Can you can you feel me smiling <laughs> as I'm talking right now? Brittany, I love you, girl. I want to meet in person. I hope we get to have a in-person Whole30 Coach Summit someday so I can give you a big squeeze and maybe we can go do a workout together, girl. Love you so much. So, gang, here are my three biggest takeaways from this conversation with Brittany Hammond. So let's talk about Whole30 first. So I love how Brittany calls Whole30 resets. You know, she, she's mentioned she's done some resets here and there when her sugar sugar dragon starts roaring, like breathing fire crazy. Like if you've done Whole30, you know that, that sugar dragon lingo and what that means. So I can definitely relate <laughs> to that. And it, that's exactly what Whole30 is. It is a reset. It is not a diet. It's a way for you just to reset and get control of when you feel like you're getting out of control, okay, when it comes to eating. I'm an emotional eater too and an emotional shopper as well. Like those two bad boys go hand in hand for me. But it took some time for me to reevaluate that and replace that with healthy habits. And that's what I've really learned through Whole30 and Brittany mentioned that as well, just incorporating new habits to help you feel your best. And finishing a Whole30 and seeing it all the way to the end gives you that empowerment to be like, dang, I can do hard things. Like Brittany mentioned, you know, being able to see something from the start to the beginning and not giving up on yourself, that feels pretty dang powerful. And like she said, to be fed mentally and physically to feel your best, there's just nothing like it. And I know Whole30 can do that for you because it transformed my husband's life and my life and my whole family's life, to tell you the truth, and my clients since 2015. So number two, be open to new possibilities. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I wanted you to come into this um, episode with an open mindset to be open to evolution and transformation in your life, even through crappy experiences, okay? There are things that happen in your life for a purpose, okay? And sometimes that leads you down a road you never would have went down if you didn't have that crappy experience, Okay? Let me give you an example. So um, as you know, my my son just had open heart surgery. And when he had his first surgery when he was eight months old, 
that was just that's become part of his story that's become part of our narrative and has made us even closer as a family and it really led me to having a job in a nonprofit where I was speaking about heart health I grew my public speaking skills I grew my development skills and it landed me in an industry that I would have never been in. And it really led me to wanting to take care of my wellness physically at first, then mentally and emotionally, spiritually. And it's led me to here today with you. Okay. So there's, there's all these little snowball effects that can happen in your life, even when crappy things happen. Okay. So it's okay to live in the moment and be like, this really sucks. I don't know what the purpose is. You may not see a purpose now. You may not see it for a long time, but it's okay. And know that these experiences are going to take you somewhere else. That's even better. Okay. And like Brittany mentioned, sometimes we just got to listen. We just got to listen, whether that is to God. I know I have felt God talk to me before on walks by myself or just your intuition as well. Your gut knows what's up. We have talked about that on the show, not just even physically, but mentally as well. Okay. And then number three, I think this is really important. Sometimes we forget this. Pass it on. You'll be given more and you can handle it when you are passing on more to others, when you are coming from a place of service and helping others, when you have been given a gift, whether that would be an experience or a talent or skill that you have, why not serve others and help them feel amazing as well? It doesn't have to come from a fitness and nutrition um lens kind of like what I, where I come from. It could be from you're really talented at something at your job and maybe you're mentoring someone coming up out of that organization. Maybe you're volunteering at um, like um, the Ronald McDonald house, you know, serving meals there because maybe you lived, you had stayed at there at one point when your child was sick. So there is so much power in helping others. And I don't think we give ourselves enough credit sometimes that we, like Brittany mentioned, we all have influence somewhere. You just have to be willing to show up and be willing to pass that on to others with the sole purpose of serving others and helping them feel lit up. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to go give Brittany a follow. I'll make sure to include a link to all of her things in the show notes. And I would love for you to come and um, engage with us on Instagram. Let us know what your biggest takeaways from today's show was. So I'm sending you all lots of love. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to go to bit.ly slash Whole30 anytime and use the code until the end of July, July, August 1st. It's gone, girlfriend. It's gone. Use the code July Whole30 to get $50 off my Whole30 anytime course. You can also read a few testimonials from some of my clients who have had a life-changing experience doing a Whole30 with me as well. So As always, sending you all lots of love and I'll catch you here next week. Hey girl, real quick before you go, if you love today's show and know your girlfriends need to hear this message too, then grab a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at emilynichols22 because the more mamas out there hearing this message, the more empowered we'll all feel to take care of ourselves so we can pour from a full cup. Or the number one way you can thank me for this podcast is to leave a rating and review in iTunes. That way, more mamas will find the show here too. Love you and appreciate you, girlfriends. See you next time.